Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land, or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I, you know, I'm, I'm doing excellent this morning. I, I was uh, not doing quite as well until you brought me a chicken biscuit from Chick-fil-A mm. on your way in, which uh, was the first time I ever had one of those. It was, uh, it was pretty good. Uh, the chicken, of course, is, you know, high quality as Chick-fil-A. But I got to say, the biscuit, little on the doughy side, not quite as good as a McDonald's biscuit, especially when the McDonald's gets it right and does it nice crispy on top, you know? So. You know, I got to tell you, man, I got to give it to you for the balls that you have to speak against Lord's Chicken Sandwich, by the way. Like, I got to give you some credit <sighs> for, for being for willing to criticize the, the, the Lord's Chicken Sandwiches. Uh, Jesus forgives. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, I got to say, Popeye's is better. Shut up. Uh, Get out of here. We've had this discussion before. We have, and you're wrong. You were wrong before. You're wrong now. But I I do have to say, you've been raving about your chicken biscuit, chicken minis, whatever the hell they are. Um, and I guess they're two different things, right? Yeah, the chicken minis is a different thing. Is it it's just actually a smaller the nugget. version. It's the nugget with like a like a Hawaiian bread looking thing. Oh, okay. And you okay. get like a four pack. But I figured you want the biscuit instead, so I figured I'd go there first. Okay. And I had the biscuit this morning too. So yeah, yeah. So. But I, it didn't make it by the way to your house. Like but it got I, ate before you got, <laughs> yeah, got here. It I wasn't noticed, even tried. Yeah, you came in with like one little bag, and I thought, yeah. oh, you only just stopped for me, and <laughs> no, you just ate yours <laughs> in the car. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> and literally, it's like a mile and a quarter from here. Yeah. And it was gone. Yeah. It was gone before the turn onto County Road 1. It's a good thing you hit a red light. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd still be eating it as you walked in the door. No, I wouldn't have been. No, I wouldn't have been. I didn't even hit that light. I didn't even hit a red light there. Damn. It was green. No, no, no. I hit the one on, uh, uh, what's the name of that road? Uh, uh, shit. Uh I don't remember the name. Tampa of the road? road? No, no, not Tampa Road. Tampa Road One. The the one in between. I'm literally telling everyone Belcher. where I live. Belcher. Belcher. Okay. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Nobody what do I shit. care? Nobody yeah. gives a shit. Uh, anyway, so what's going on, man? All right. So I did want to pass along one administrative item to everyone. Oh, okay. Is that we have now officially started the uh, logo design for the. And here's the thing. This is the part I don't know. Is it the Guild of Professional Anarchists or is it the International Guild of Professional Anarchists? Like, do you want to be international or do you want to just be the Guild of Professional Anarchists? Mm. I haven't figured that one out yet. Um, I, I uh, hmm. I'm, I'm not sure on that, but I, I do. Because here's the thing. The, the entire concept is ironic. To begin with. Oh, yes, of course. I mean, you know, having a guild of anarchists. So I think international is probably better. Uh, uh, or multinational, even. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 international would be better. I like international. Yeah, international uh, guild of professional anarchists, uh, it, it, commonly known as the anarchist guild. And then also, if we're going to go with, um, like, um, it's I, the, the IGPA or the IGPA. IGPA. I like it. IGPA. Yeah. So we can do that. That's the IG, It's the IGPA. Yeah, the IGPA. Yeah, yeah the that's IGPA. it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Like a union symbol. Yeah, oh, yeah. It. oh, it's going to be I, the greatest. Yeah. This really is going to be awesome, by the yeah, way. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Honestly, I think this is one of those things where I think in a couple of years we're going to go, I can't believe this started out as a freaking joke. Right. Because now it's like the Proud Boys. <laughs> Well, ten years probably will be the freaking. We'll probably be on a, another terrorist watch list for being members of this fictional organization. Hold on, but the, but the symbol for the organization is literally going to be a hand holding a fucking lit Molotov cocktail. <laughs> right? Like, are you fucking? And then on the backside, it'll be a building from Detroit. Yeah, 
I love it. <laughs> just come on. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm getting more excited about it as the day goes on. It like, is when, I can't wait to see what the logo is going to look like. Because I went to the, I went on Fiverr to do it, right? But you could kind of pick the style of the person on Fiverr in which right. you give your business to. And this one is does, like, old school looking stuff. Right. Which is what we want. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we want this to look like a 1960s, 1970s AFL-CIO type logo. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, when you look on the, like, when you go, because I, I did was I made, we made a Google Doc that basically give a rundown of what we were looking for. And on the Google Doc, like, goes goes through the whole coin, but it also has all these different logos. And you got, like, the, the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Um, you have the International Association of... Bridge, structural, ornamental, and reinforcement iron <laughs> yeah. workers. Yeah, that is right up our alley. <laughs> yeah, you know the 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 international. Uh, what is that? I don't even know. What well, the point is, is a lot of uh, similar sounding organizations that are actually real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are actually real. <laughs> right. So, and then and then then that building that was on episode uh, forty eight. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The one uh, that uh, you um, the brick. Well, building. actually, it was yeah, it was a real brick building, and then we added uh, like the anarchist logo. To well, the front you did, it. yeah, you did, yeah. So it's gonna be, a, and so we're gonna do a coin, we're gonna do a T-shirt, we're gonna do stickers. Like it'll be like it's just. I find it funny as yeah. shit though. Like it's just so fucking humorous. And this will all be swag that our our you know. I, I guess we got to save this for the higher end subscribers because this stuff it, gets pretty expensive. No, no. Here's the thing though. Like huh. the coins aren't that expensive. They're not. No, I, I actually think with the coins, I'm gonna want to give them all to subscribers. anybody. Everybody. Get, it, here's the thing: if you subscribe, you'll get the coin. Okay. And the coin will be access to other things. And I think the, if we ever actually do I, I anything, think, yeah, that's fair. It's like a you know a it's uh, like you were saying, you know, you got to present your, your you coin, present yeah, your coin or drink uh -huh. or buy the drinks. Yeah. 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 Right. So it's like the challenge. coin. The challenge. Yes. I couldn't think of the term, a challenge coin. Cause I still like every day. Hold on. Do you have your Marine Corps challenge coin? Yeah, I do actually. Let me see it. That's I mean, I keep it in my, I keep it there every day, Yeah. but I'm going to, here's the thing. Once we make this coin, I'm actually changing it up. I'm going to retire this one and I'm going to only carry the other coin. Well, you got to carry both then. No, you don't have yeah. to. I, you do. I mean, otherwise, you know, next time you're at the, you know, Veterans Club, you're going to end up having to buy drinks. No, I'm just going to present the other coin instead. <laughs> <laughs> they won't know what to do with it. No, too. they won't. That's a guild of anarchists. You know, it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> and uh, so the T-shirts, we're doing T-shirts too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think the T-shirts we need to reserve for the $10 levels. We yeah, yeah, the T-shirts the, the will be different. For yeah, the, the T-shirts will be different, yeah. 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 But for everybody else, though. Like everybody the, gets a coin. Current subscribers and future subscribers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I get them all, then I'll give, well, I'm going to mail them out to all okay, the current that's subscribers. That's awesome. That's just going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a good time. Like, I'm really looking forward to it, by the way. Yeah. And I do have to get, like, once we get the logos and design stuff done, then I'll actually do the Facebook page a little bit more. But I still don't, the thing is this, though, like, I don't know what necessarily to do with the Facebook page. Like, I don't know what to do with it. Like, I, I, I'm trying to think of, like, what's the... Oh, the Anarchist Guild Facebook page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I want to share stuff out on there, but I don't know what to share out on there. Right. So, I'm trying, because it's not the show page. Like, I, I do want the, I do want us to still have a show page. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to start building this, like, I want this to be the group... <coughs> Excuse me. No, oh, a little sneeze on the air there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I do want the guild to be part of the show though. Like it's, it's everybody that's a, that's on the Patreon page is automatically a member of the guild of the guild. Yeah. Basically yeah. that's what everybody's a member of the guild. Right. So when we do events, it'll be like guild members only, <laughs> right. <laughs> which the beauty of it is it's a guild of anarchists. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I would never belong time. to an organization that would have me as a member. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, an actual anarchist would never belong to a, you know, a union anyway or whatever the yeah. hell we are. But yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I really enjoy that. I'm, I, I had a good time with that and I'm, I'm glad that you took it and ran with it with all the logos and everything. Well, I mean, we still got to get the logos first though. So we got to see yeah. what it's going to look like, but, but it's in process. That's it good. is in process yeah. though. It's uh, it's actually, yeah, the progress is, is there. So, so there you go. All right, now the other thing I did want to bring up today was this. So the Trump voters never voting again. So I was talking to my brother-in-law last night and he said he's never voting again, which I actually thought you would find to be happy that you're never going to, that he's never going to vote again because that's what you want, right? Um, well, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good thing in general. So but, he's, ha uh, you're, he's happy about that. I don't believe him. What do you mean? I, I, I don't think he's never going to vote again. Well, he wasn't a normal voter. 
Like he didn't normally go and vote all the time. Oh, okay. All right. He was convinced well, to vote because he because of what because of Trump. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, there's a high likelihood that he, he won't vote again. Yeah. Okay. But his reason and rationale for it is he thinks the system's rigged. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like if in this election, the system was rigged, and so well, and, the whole system is rigged. Not necessarily the elections because the elections don't matter well, that much. That's the part <laughs> I actually didn't really argue with him about right. this part because I'm like, well, okay, you're not wrong. Right. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're wrong. Yeah. But at the same time. What you're mad about and what you should actually be mad about is not necessarily the same thing, even though there's a little bit of overlap to it. Right. But I think that what you're going to see in the 22 election cycle and the 24 election cycle may be a 15 to 20% drop in the vote, in the percentage of the vote, because we're at all time highs right now, right? Right. Yeah. You may end up seeing in the 2022 election a significant drop off in the actual vote. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I, you know, I didn't think about it. Depending on how much Biden pisses people off. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, he's getting off to a good start. Well, I mean, he's, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're about to make good on that. Two, well, now it's $1,400, but. Yeah, yeah. They're about to make good on that. Well, so. that's good. Yeah, because I want my cheese. Show <laughs> <laughs> me actually, the money. I actually haven't gotten the $600 one yet. Why not? Um, because the bank account that we did it on the first one is no longer, does no longer exist because we switched bank accounts. Oh, right. So they tried to put it in that bank account and then Danielle got her check in the mail. And then right. I got a letter from the IRS saying that they tried to direct deposit it, but it wouldn't go. But so now they're going to send me a check in the mail. Oh, okay. So I'm going to get that. And I get like 1800 bucks or some shit like that. Like why? Cause they get a kid. Oh, okay. It's me, Kelly and a kid. Right. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, so it looks like we'll get that money coming in, which I, th- I find to be funny. But I, but th- at the same time, though, th- like I want to get back to the whole thing with, with talking to my brother-in-law is that like he was dead set on. He's like, look, it was rigged. It was it was it was, you know, the, the election was stolen. They know they did it. I'm not voting anymore. Right. And I don't know if that's what the powers that be wanted, but they're going to get it. Right. But the thing about it is this, is that. I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a good thing overall, but things have to get worse before they're going to get any better. Uh, like yeah. a lot worse before yeah, they get I, any better. I, I don't know if it's going to be significant enough to matter, really. You know what I'm saying? And I can tell you, is your your brother-in-law is probably an exception, but a lot of the people that say they're never going to vote again are full of shit. Mm. You know? The vast majority of them, because uh, in four years, it's going to be the most important election of our lifetime again. You know, and they will, you know, get out because like the Trump supporters, no matter who the Republican is, they'll get behind them because, well, we got to get rid of Biden. You know, just like the Democrats. We got to get rid of Harris. Yeah. <laughs> Harris, right? <laughs> You're probably correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's it's not going to matter, man. It's just, you know, the, the sheep are always going to be the sheep. Well, I do think that there is a percentage of the people that never like remember when you vote remember when you ran for office that there was Vaguely. a sizable <laughs> that there was a sizable amount of people that you would talk to that told you I never voted before but I'm going to go vote for you. Right. I think that Trump brought that out in a lot of people. I think that oh, he yeah. is part of he is part of that like like part of that He's one of those kind of people, like a Perot kind of person where like I remember when and, I ran for office people would tell me like I haven't voted since Perot. Well, and uh, for th- for those who uh, did tell me during the campaign uh, that they never voted before, but they came out to vote for me, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why are you sorry? I, I wish I had never encouraged you to vote. <laughs> even the vote for you was yeah, a bad move. Yeah, even to vote for me was a bad move. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> what the hell kind of statist was I, huh? <laughs> You'd have been a great governor. You'd have been a great governor. Yeah, I think so. But I, I got to hand it to DeSantis. De- DeSantis is is probably about half of where I would have been, which is just astounding. You know? Yeah, DeSantis I, it, is it truly not, is. He's, yeah. not, he's not bad. He's not. He's not horrible. Yeah. So but he's not horrible. I got to give him that. Right. And they're going after him. Yeah. You know. But at any rate. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it is unfortunate that uh, I, I don't think uh, so many. Even though there's a lot of people saying they're never going to vote again, they're all going to vote again because they're just sheep. Yeah, I mean, people I'm sure there's sheep. a lot of people that are going to vote again. But yeah, you know, it's just and there's a lot this week that actually pissed me off too, which we're going to get into here. Well, I, I actually saw. I, I want to talk about this a little bit. I, I actually saw a lot of sheep yesterday. By the way, I went to the 
NFL Super Bowl experience in Tampa. Oh, how was that? Uh, it was uh, painful. A very, very painful experience. Why was it so painful? <laughs> okay. Uh, because, first of all, uh, the the it looked like the friggin' green zone in Baghdad. Okay. <laughs> well, hold on. But why? Okay. Because they closed off streets, had like steel, steel barricades, like to prevent, you know, a drive-through IEDs and suicide bombers. Okay? Wow. They had cops everywhere uh, with dogs. Uh, you had to go through a metal detector to get into a park. What it park was, was in that? a park. Uh, it was in, uh, uh, what, what is it? It's at Al it, Lopez? No, no. It's the one that's uh, on North Boulevard there, right next to UT on the river. On the west side of the river. Not mm. Riverwalk, not uh, like Curtis Hickson. But across the street, it's mm. it's somebody's name. I forget who it is. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, it's a big park on the river, um, and uh, that's that's where they held it. But yeah, it was it was you know, and uh, wear your masks. And uh, <laughs> they were telling everybody that in order to get in, you had to download an app from the NFL, which is essentially spyware. Um, and of course, I didn't download the app. And they're like, I'm like, they're like, hey, did you download the app? I'm like, no. They're like, oh, okay, go. You can go through this line. <laughs> And they still let you in and you could still do everything. But they were like acting like you had to download this app, which it's just the NFL wanting to track you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we didn't download the app, but we got in anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was just, you know, and of course you had to wear the mask everywhere. Um, and it was just throngs of people. The one thing I have to say is it being the hometown and being the hometown team, it was nothing but Bucks fans. I mean, like thousands of Bucks fans. I, I saw like one Eagles jersey, one Vikings jersey, maybe ten Chiefs jerseys, and the rest was all Bucks. Yeah. Wow! Which which was you know I it was so overwhelming that I felt bad for the the other team. <laughs> it's like this is just not even fair. <laughs> you know? But uh, yeah, so it was you know it was a mindless cutesy little event. Um, but and Don and I went and got a beer. $12 for a can of beer. <laughs> and they wouldn't take cash. Cards only. You know, I, I mean, it just, and they had those, uh, you know, those, uh, uh, those uh, guard tower police, mobile police stands. Oh, the ones they put in parking lots. Yeah. And they had that there and they had the helicopter hovering the entire time. It just, it was such a, it was like pure police state on display all the time. You know, signs everywhere, you know, six foot distance, wear your mask, you know, going through the metal detector, the x-ray machine. It was just like, you know, it should just be a day at the park. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we're going to have an event at the park. Boom. You have an event at the park. But it was like, it was so disgusting what they turned it into. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was really, it was difficult for me. It was very, Well, here's very the thing. How difficult. are they going to justify charging all that money to the city that they charge to the city to do that stuff if they don't do all that other I stuff? I guess, man. I guess. Because that's what it ends up being. Like All that stuff costs money. All those extra police there all cost money. And, and I guess just, the, the police were, were bitching about it. Yeah, the police are complaining because they've canceled other events, but they didn't cancel this, so they're still not feeling safe. I mean, this is another reason to get rid of police unions, but right. um, we definitely should get rid of police unions, by the way. The right. Police unions and teacher unions are the most insidious organizations that exist on this fucking planet. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to talk about insurgents. There you go. Well, I tell you what, man, cops everywhere. Like you couldn't, you couldn't swing a cat without hitting five cops. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, yeah, crazy. I, what, do you, okay. Hold on. Do you think, what do you think is, a, is the main driver for it? Do you think it is the security concerns, the COVID concerns, or just the cops want to get free tickets into places? No, I, these guys weren't there for free tickets. They were like working. Well, I know, but like later on, they probably get some tickets for their kids. No, or like I, I think this was just, you know, uh, it, well, first of all, you have to understand that Jane Castor, the mayor of Tampa, is a complete and total totalitarian. Oh, yeah. I mean, she is. She is like, an authoritarian psychopath. Yeah, that carpet munching bitch loves her police state. Um, you Hold know. on. Do you think that she loves women more or police state more? I think she loves I, police oh, state Oh, definitely more. police state. Yeah, definitely police state. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was just horrendous. But it does kind of segue into uh, one thing I've got to clarify. Um, I said some things at the beginning of this NFL season 
uh, about uh, about the Bucks specifically about and uh, again been a Bucks fan since I was a little kid uh, since I came to town in you know the 1970s diehard Bucks fan always have been beginning of the season when we drafted Brady I was a little upset about it because I thought we should have given Winston more time um, you know and I'd uh, I made a prediction that uh, the Bucks would go um, one game above or below 500, so seven and nine to nine and seven, and they would finish second in the NFC South and miss the playoffs. Um, I was wrong. Yeah, you were wrong a, I was, a lot. I was there. dead wrong. Um, I am not. I can't say that I'm 100% on the Brady bandwagon at this point, but there is absolutely no doubt that he is responsible. For getting us to the Super Bowl, like you're definitely holding on to the bumper right now, thinking about jumping on. Uh, well, I, here's the thing: I, I have to, there, I, I have to acknowledge the reality of the fact that we would not be in the Super Bowl right now if it wasn't for Tom Brady. That's true. Um, I still do. I think it was a good decision in the long run. I honestly don't. Um, I think it's better to develop, you know, organic uh, talent that you're going to have for the next ten seasons, twelve seasons, you know, something like that. Um, so you can build a dynasty because the, the minute, you know, Brady retires, we're back in the, you know, 500 again. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I have to say that it was the right decision for right now. If you wanted to win a Super Bowl this year, it was the right thing to do. And yeah. I think that was the the thinking behind it. You know, so I have to uh, to everyone out there that's uh, give me a lot of shit. And God, <laughs> people have been calling me up. What do you think of Brady now? You know, OK, <laughs> I, you were right. I was wrong. So this is this, folks, is my public mea culpa on uh, on Brady there. <laughs> but I am so excited about the Super Bowl this weekend uh, tomorrow. Yes. Um, and uh, predictions, I'm going to say. I'm going to say uh, 35, 27 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you got any predictions for it? I mean, nothing that would be an ed. No, not, I can't even make what would be considered an educated guess. Really? Like, I just don't know. You know, like, you, I hope that the so Bucks win the, the game. It's like, I shame. hope the Bucks win the game. Yeah. But I remember last year, and the, like, I remember watching the 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 um, uh, the Super Bowl last year when the Chiefs won. And they looked really good in that game. Right. So it's not like these guys haven't been there before. So they have been there before. Oh, yeah. yeah. But now Brady's been there a bunch of times, but the rest of the team hasn't been there a bunch of times. Right. So I still don't know what, you know, what, I don't know what to make of it all. And normally I was working, like every, for the past couple of years, I was working on the Super Bowl. Like I was, we, we did a, a catering event where we made a bunch of money. Like, oh, right. It was so great. I wish we were still doing it, actually. Um, but. Well, there's <laughs> there's not a lot of jobs for caterings this time around because there's not a lot of parties happening. Yeah, I imagine these there's people are probably partying though. Part, yeah. These people are still party partying though. There's but, more than you think. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, like, I want the Bucks to win, but I don't know enough to say that the Bucks are going to win. But it seems like I was at I was at when I was playing poker last weekend. There were some guys there that were some pretty big football fans that were dead set on the Bucks winning. Like yeah. they were just like, oh, there's no doubt the Bucks are going to win this game. They're going to kill him. Well, I can't, you can't say there's no doubt, man. The, the Chiefs are an amazing team. Now, one thing I, I think the edge, the reason I think the edge goes to the Bucks is the improvement that the defense has made. And uh, the Bucks secondary is, uh, the improvement in the uh, secondary has been astonishing yeah. over the past, I'm going to say eight games. Uh, first half of the season, the, the secondary was just, you know, Horrible. I mean, the D line phenomenal. You got some some key talent there. Linebacking core is solid, uh, but the corner and safeties, uh, you know, corners and safeties need a lot of work. But they've really in the second half of the season they've really gelled, and uh, you know, I think they can hang with anybody. So I think that uh, at this point in time, the defense is firing on all cylinders. The offense is firing on all cylinders. I think that Brady leadership, that intangible that he brings to the team crossed over to the defense as well. And uh, I think there's just a mindset that they have at this point that, like, we can beat anybody, you know. I, and there's just, you know, we, we got this. So I think they definitely have the attitude. But and she, they are home, by the way. And they're home. That's the thing. That's, that's going to be huge. I didn't realize how huge an advantage that was going to be until I went to the, the NFL experience. Yeah. You know. Because um, this is a home game. This is a home game, yeah. I mean, the the only thing that's not going to be the same is I doubt they're going to fire the cannons when the Bucks score a touchdown. They're not going to fire the cannons. I, of course, they can't. Yeah, that's, you know. God, I wish they would, though. I know, I know. Unless they fire them for both teams. Or just wait, and that would be no. That would be nah. wrong. I'd rather them just not fire them at all. Yeah, that's true. Until I'd we win. not fire yeah. them at all, yeah. So. Well, we'll see what happens, though, man. Again, this is, you know, again, this is crazy. So. Yeah. 
I actually wish I was going to do Uber Eats that night, but I'm not going to now, though. So Yeah, yeah. Well, because my, I make a ton of money in Tampa. Uh, my uh, uh, son's girlfriend's mom got a ticket. Uh, to, to the, the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? Yeah, she's a, uh, a local nurse, and they gave out, uh, like, they picked uh, some Like they had nurses. a lottery. Yeah, lottery type thing, and she got one of the tickets. Wow. So, yeah. Hold on, she just got one, though, huh? <laughs> just one, yeah. <sighs> and her husband is so pissed because it's non-transferable. And she, oh, and she doesn't even want to go. And she's like, ah, I don't really care about football. And, oh, my God. And he's like a huge fan. And she's like, oh, God. you know. And, but no, they... You know, it has to be your ID. You have to go. You can't sell it, you know. Oh, fuck. Right. So it's either you go or you don't. Yeah. And you're not going to not go to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, even if you don't give a shit about football, you get a free ticket to the Super Bowl. You're you going go. To Super Bowl. You go to the Super right. Bowl. Yeah, for exactly. the swag alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just to, for the experience. Yeah. And especially since there's only like going to be, what, 20,000 people in the stands? Like, it's going to be a lot less than normal. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's the one disadvantage for the Bucks, though, is that. In that aspect, it's not like a home game, though. I the think, crowd's going to be lighter. I think there's definitely going to be more Bucks fans there than Chiefs fans. Yeah, yeah, but with the lesser crowd, the noise is not going to be a factor at all. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I just can't see. Here's the thing: when you're going to be what a day down to twenty five percent, right? Is right. that what it is? Um, uh, is that what they're doing? I think it's twenty five percent. I think it's twenty five percent. Yeah. So that's going to be uh, that's a lot less people in the crowd. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's right about twenty thousand. Yeah, so, so. That, that noise is like not going to be nearly as much as it would be had it had it be a you know a full crowd. Well, that's more like sixteen thousand because I think the stadium holds about seventy. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, um, yeah, should be a good time. Looking forward to the game tomorrow night. Yeah. So all right, one more one more non political thing before yeah. we get into uh, some politics because there's stories, a bunch of stuff to go yeah. on, but I don't really care either at the same time. Um, I'm not feeling all that political today, really. Yeah, not really. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like, there's some things that happen. There's some monumental things that happen. This there, week, there in are, my yeah, opinion, there are always, but, always stuff to talk about. But so first thing is though, is that, so I was at the house or is at the office and in the warehouse and I had Pandora on and hotel California came on. Right. And I had a thought that where do you put that song in the list of like the greatest songs ever. Well, I, I feel like we've had this discussion on air before. You think so? I think we have. Yeah. And in fact, I'm almost positive we have. Well, we're going to do it again. And <laughs> I had to say that in my opinion, it's a very good song. Um, but I don't even necessarily know if it's the best Eagle song. In my opinion, wow. so so putting it on the list of the best songs of all time, I don't think you can do that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it makes the list. I mean, top one hundred, it probably makes. You know, because if you do top one hundred, you know, let's keep it to like rock and roll type. Yeah, yeah. You know that that the the large the overarching yeah the, rock and roll genre the, the, category that that contains everything. You yeah. Know? Um. You know, but it's it's not classical and it's not jazz you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. um so yeah i would i would say it makes top 100 but uh, probably not top 10 but you don't think it's one of the best eagle songs ever though no i don't even think it's one of the do best do you think eagles that songs. the eagles think this is their best song i doubt it i doubt it seriously hold on let me give you a a a reason why i think you're wrong i know what you're going to say cuz you said it last time we had this conversation all right encore yes Okay, that has nothing to do with. You have to understand. It's that the most popular song. It's then. the most popular song. Now, without question, I'm sure it's their most popular song. Um, but uh, you know, it's. It, it, I don't even think it's their best song because I'm like, I, I pulled up in preparation for this. I pulled up a list of Eagle songs, and it's like Lion Eyes, New Kid in Town, I Can't Tell You Why, uh, Last Resort, Peaceful Easy Feeling, Take It to Limit, Seven Bridges Road. Uh, witchy woman, desperado. Actually, I haven't even found like what is my favorite uh, um, Eagle song. Oh, here it is. We'll we'll do that real quick. Now, how can you even compare that? To Hotel California. That's such a better song right no. there. Just that riff alone is just a great rock no. and roll riff. No. I mean, come no, on, no. man. Victim of Love. Here's the thing. I like the song. That's probably my favorite. You know what album, what album is on? 
uh, Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, we're not we're not placing the album. We're going with the song. No, no. What I'm saying is that that song is on the album. Oh, it was for a great, the song. It was a great album. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I'm just like here's the thing. The al- I get it. The album is named Hotel California. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, we've already said what I think, so I'm I'm probably putting it in the middle range of the top 100. Okay. I would put it in the top 20. Oh, I thought you were going to say like it's number two or three. No, 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 no. I don't think it, I don't think it's the. It's, here's the thing. I think it's one of those songs that almost everybody knows. Right. It's one of those songs that. It's extremely popular. Well, hang on a second. Okay, so, so let's put Hotel California aside. If that's the case, what is number one in your book? The number one song ever? Yeah, number one rock and roll song. Uh, wow. You know, I okay, I'm way, I'm way jaded on this one, though. Okay. I'm way, not jaded, but I'm way, like, I, this song is probably Full not beat. the greatest song. No, 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 no. No, actually, no. No, no, no. I should hope not. Um, it's actually not them. But you still may say the same thing. I would say that, that my, and it's only my number one, so okay. I can't say it's for everybody. My number one favorite rock and roll song of all time, Pearl Jam Alive. Hmm. Okay. A good song. Good song. Uh, I, 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 that if I were like tied up being waterboarded, I could not come up with the fact that that was going to be your number one pick by any means. You know, that, that was it, right? That's my it right number there. one clear and it is it is not my opinion it is technically and the best rock and roll song of all time what's that golden earring radar love oh oh that's a good song and there's a very specific reason for it because it has all the parts that make a great rock and roll song in it if you think about it it has a great hook great lead-in a great chorus an amazing bridge, a drum solo, a guitar solo, and brass instruments, and a brass solo, all in one song. I mean, other than like the drum solo and the brass solo, Hotel California has all those things, though. No. It doesn't have a great intro? It doesn't no, have a great... It, it's got a... The, the thing about Hotel California, what it has is a great melody. Hmm. <sighs> I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it has a great melody. That's true. But it's like, the melody that sells Hotel California. It's oh, a great song, though. It's just such a great yeah. song. And that's, that's, uh, that's what like it is. It's one of those songs where if I'm, if I'm like, I'm going to listen to it all the way through, no matter what. Right. It's like, uh, it's like that South Park episode with uh, Sail Away. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing I, I find about it's there's different types of, I, I've noticed that there's different types of uh, ways people listen to music. Yeah. And um, I tend to get a little geeky on music and go for a lot of the technical stuff in music that I like to hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I, I think that puts me a little bit outside of what the populist stuff is. And again, it's it's you know, it could just because I'm an asshole and I'm a contrarian all the time. It's well, like, that's oh, probably got a lot my, to do with it. My opinion is better than your opinion because, <laughs> you know. You just did the voice to make fun of yourself. I know. You it, did it to yourself. Well, that's so great. I'm sitting here listening to myself and I'm like, you sound like an asshole, dude. <laughs> If if I weren't you, I wouldn't like you. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, it's it's uh so yeah without question, golden earring, radar love, best song of all. That's time. a good song. It is that a is good a good song. song though. Yeah. Hey, where would you put Georgia Satellites? Hands to yourself on the list. <laughs> it would not. It's definitely the greatest one hit wonder of all time. <laughs> it is a it is a good song, especially like the vocals in yeah. that. Um, I, I I love how he does that little. Jingling-ling, yeah. you know, for got the that. rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, she said, "No hugging, no kissing." <laughs> oh, you know, my son turned me on to a new artist uh, last night, and I can't remember Cole, somebody or other, kind of a country western um, guys from Montana. Not very popular, but amazing stuff. I'll see if I can find it during the break, and we'll play it in the second hour. All right. In fact, he told me to uh, turn me on to two new acts. And uh, one of them is called, it's an Australian punk band <laughs> called The the Chats. The Chats? <laughs> the Chats. C-H-A-T-S. <laughs> yes, and they're great. And we'll play them in the second hour, too. Uh, so, yeah, we're just going to do music appreciation, I guess. <laughs> That's what it turned into. <laughs> just our, our show is completely gone at this point. Let's get back on track. Let's, let's, let's take us to a news story. Lead okay, us, so, lead us back on track. So, let me, let me go with one of the first things that actually pissed me off today, this week, is that... And I put it in the title, and the neocons are still in charge. 
I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but Liz Cheney was, she's the number three in leadership in the House, in the Republican House. She's the number three in the Republican side of the caucus in the leadership position. So she's like the... Um, is that make her the, the whip, the minority whip? No, I, she's not the whip. She's the, um, what is the number three? The, the number three has a name. Yeah. I'm trying to beat, uh, uh anyway, I, I, I'm trying to find the name of it. I don't remember the name of it though, but she's, she's basically the number three in charge. Right. And you heard that they were going to try to oust her cause she voted for impeachment, which I, I don't really care as much about that, about that vote. But Liz Cheney is Dick Cheney's daughter or whatever. Right. One of the most evil people in politics ever, mm-hmm. you know? And so she's definitely part of that. She, and she's a, you know, she's neocon scum. Like she is just a warmongering neocon piece of trash. I want her nowhere near any level, level levers of power. And, to see that they were going to actually try to oust her was really like, oh, maybe there's a chance that this can actually happen. No, nope, not a chance. 145 to 61 in a in a uh, uh, secret vote, basically, was she got to keep her position. So for the four years of Trump, I want to say one of the biggest failures that Trump had is that the neocons are still in charge of the GOP. That you were you failed miserably in actually ousting them from from power. Well, I, I can't believe I'm going to do this in Trump's defense. <laughs> uh, right? I don't think those I, I don't think those words have ever uh, passed my lips before. <laughs> yeah, but didn't in, think I was going to hear that on a Sunday or yeah. Saturday. In, in Trump's defense, um, he has no control over the House. I mean, just zero. When he said he was going to drain, when he lied about draining the swamp, he was lying about draining the administrative uh, agencies, you know, the, all the alphabet agencies and, yeah. and the, the quote unquote deep state there. But uh, it doesn't matter because he didn't do that either. Yeah. But uh, he had no power to do anything in the, the house, even if he were actually intended on doing something, which well, he wasn't. And you, ever. but you, what you saw though was, is you saw, and again, th- this probably is going to pass under the radar for the most part with a lot of people only because probably there's not nearly as many people that absolutely hate and despise neocons like I do. Yeah. Um, Cause I really do hate and despise me. Ne- I, I really do feel like the most insidious group of politicians is not the Democrats. It's actually the neocons. Right. Um, well, because yeah, they're just, it, it, they're status and warmongers. Yes. You know, that's really the, well, the and bottom they're willing line. To, and they're willing to increase the size and scope of government. And, hold on, and the other thing is this, and we're going to get to these stories as well. If you look at what Biden, the Biden administration is doing by taking what we were doing for terrorists and now putting it on the American citizens would not have been possible if it wasn't for the Dick Cheney's and the Liz Cheney's oh, of sure. the world and yeah. what they did to advance in their so-called war on terrorism. Like they're the ones that implemented the structure that allows the Democrats to do what they're doing. Just like Trump, put the new onus of I'm just going to rule by executive order in, in, in office. Again, he wasn't the first one to do it. So I'm not saying he wasn't, but he, he, he upped the game from Obama and then Biden upped the game from him. So he didn't reverse a trend. He kept the trend going just like the trend to spend more money. Trump didn't, Trump didn't do anybody any favors with the amount of money he spent. He actually hurt us in the fact that, well, or helped us, I guess, depending on which way Adrian wants to look at it. (laughs) But he actually did more damage in the fact that he increased spending to such an amazing amount that that's the baseline that Biden is going to increase spending upon from that. Right. You know, and so, like, I mean, here's the thing. I, I fucking hate Liz Cheney. I mean, I despise this woman unlike anybody else. I, the fact that Trump was going after the Cheneys of the world at least a little bit was a good, one of the good factors of Trump. Right. Right. But to see your failure in changing, like they always say, like, this is the party of Trump. Now, you know what? Here's the thing. I got a vote of one sixty four to 61 to say you're wrong or one forty five to 61 to say you're fucking dead wrong on that one. Right. All right? And that wasn't like to impeach her that was or a to secret remove her vote. from office or anything like that was just like to, to knock her down a peg or two in the ranking to of remove her from leadership. Yeah. Right. That was it. It was yeah. just a removal from leadership. And you know what? They, they didn't even do that. Could, couldn't even, you couldn't even muster enough votes to make it half. Well, here's the thing that everyone is like rats from a sinking ship. Anyone is trying to distance themselves as far as possible from Trump at this point. So that may be in a lot of cases, a self-preservation vote. 
You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to get lumped in. Anyone voting against has the runs the risk of getting lumped in with the Trump crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, which you're right. now it's like uh, they did strip uh, what's her name Green from all our committees. Now hold on, the Republicans didn't do that though. Oh, the Democrats did that. Yeah. Okay. So here's what happened with the Green vote. So they didn't hold a vote. The Republicans didn't hold a vote on whether to strip her from her from her things. Okay. And typically, the way that it works is is that the Republic each caucus decides what members are going to be in the committees. Right. Yeah. Not the overall body, but just the caucus themselves. That's what I thought. Yeah. So when they got rid of Steve King's memberships, that was the Republicans that did that, not the Democrats that did that. Right. Well, the Republicans wouldn't vote on Marjorie Taylor Greene. Right. So what happened was, is that the Democrats in an unprecedented move, by the way, is now made that vote to strip her of those committee assignments, which now they've set the precedent. It looks like the Republicans will probably win the House in 2022. Right. And if they do, then you know what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. Like, which I, is great. You no, know, it's all it's more yeah. chaos, which will be great. And, yeah. you know, and, and Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and people like that are going to lose their committee assignments. They're going to lose their committee assignments as well, and it's just going to escalate the war and keep it going even longer. And don't get me wrong, it's it none of it matters anyway. Right. Because, I mean, it's just and a, no matter what happens, AOC is going to fear for her life. Anything could cause that bitch <laughs> to fear for her life. She wasn't right. even, you know what pisses me off about stuff like that? You weren't even in the building that they were at, bitch. I know. Like, you weren't even in the fucking building. But you, you, but they, they were coming to murder her. You're such a, you're such a drama queen fucking Phil bitch. Yeah. Like, you were, you know what, man? The only reason people tolerate you, or back in the day, the only reason people tolerate you is because you were good looking. Right. You are so full of fucking drama, it's not even funny, though. And just be, and the, the cop that was coming to protect you, you're like, oh, I don't know if he was going to get me or not. He looked angry. Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> that the guy that's in the middle of the riot that's coming to save your ass isn't fucking happy and cheery for you, you dumb bitch. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think we should call it a, a riot. I think we ought to call it a collective microaggression. A collective microaggression. Yeah, yeah. I think it was more than a microaggression. Uh, maybe, maybe just a uh, a mini aggression. Is that the next step up? I don't. Know. wasn't quite a micro. It was a mini. Yeah, <laughs> it's a mini. Yeah, I, it's a It was a fucking riot, is what it was. <laughs> a milli aggression. Milla aggression. Yeah, like milligram. Oh my god. Milliliter. Milla you know? aggression. So it was a milli aggression. Yeah, yeah whatever, it wasn't a, a full fledged you know aggression. Here's the thing, though. I do think, though, like, I know they talk about how the Republicans could take the House in 2022. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that, though. I think that they are real. I think that their side, especially after listening. Here's the thing. After listening to my Mm brother-in-law, there's a new wrinkle that I didn't anticipate. And the new wrinkle is, will this election that just passed have the ramification of causing a bunch of people to exit out of politics because the people that are that are going to exit out because of this are not the Democrats. It's going to be the ones that voted Republican. Yeah. And that's going to be real, real frightening. If, uh, you know, in the future, instead of, uh, Democrats, uh, taking away my civil liberties and stealing my money and, uh, you know, threatening to put me in a cage, it's Republicans taking away my civil liberties and taking my money and threatening to put me in a cage. Yeah. I mean, God, what would we do? <laughs> we can't. We can't have red team not doing that. <laughs> this, is, this is why the political, the red blue political stuff is just so. You know, I go to an event uh, like I did on Thursday, and it's just like you know, it, it doesn't matter. Republicans, Democrats, you get this. You know what I'm saying? I, it just the the world is the same, no matter who is in power. You know, and it's not a good thing. Uh, I mean, it's, here's right. the thing. Like it doesn't, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter who's no, in charge. It doesn't. And I think everybody needs to, it's all window dressing. Now there are little things here wrong, and there. The rhetoric is different. The rhetoric, like what they're yeah. saying on the whole is different between the Democrats and the Republicans. That's true. Right. But when it comes to policy, you're really, it's, it's well, like this, it's like this thing. Okay. So the Republicans are wanted to give you 600 bucks. Right. And they gave you the 600 bucks and they gave you money before that too. And the Democrats just want to give you more money. Right. Yeah. But like, but they want to target it. They want to, they, they want, they have, they have their constituencies that they have to cater to. And so they want to make sure to say the right things to cater to those constituencies and they fucking hate guns. But at the same time that they hate guns, Trump did more 
on the gun side when it came to the red flag laws and things like that. Like right. that stuff was done by Republicans. It wasn't right. done by Democrats. Yeah. So like you can get mad at the Democrats for being anti-gun, but at least they're upfront about it. Oh yeah. I mean the red flag laws are far worse than you know anything Democrats have done anti-gun, and at least since Clinton or before. Because only the Republicans can get away with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, and here's a good example of the difference in policies. And let's take the space program. And this is a, a, a good time to talk about that. Now, there's Biden. Okay. Two, there's there's two schools of thought on Biden right now. And, I, and literally, um, the space program is a perfect example of that. Now, Elon Musk, we know SpaceX been launching satellites into space. They're, you know, launching. They're prepping for passenger travel. They're prepping to land on the moon. They're prepping to land on Mars. They've been going gangbusters, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and part of the reason for that was Trump was like, yeah, let's let's focus on this. Let's, uh, you know, let's help uh, help the private space exploration any way we can. Well, now that Biden's in office, the FAA just shut down SpaceX. When you say they shut them down, what do you mean by that? Safety concerns. They um, they don't want them launching any more test rockets for their uh, their uh, manned space program. Even unmanned test rockets? No, they're still launching satellites for like NASA and all that. No, no, but I'm saying like, but the, but the test ones that are unmanned that they're just putting up there, they can't yeah, do those? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, let me tell you exactly what happened. Uh, yeah, basically the FAA shut them down and they didn't cite any reasoning behind it. Uh, but every what, what they're saying is that Biden's approach is uh, that he doesn't like SpaceX um, but here's the thing, and that's in, in one news story. Now, there's another news story from Time Magazine talking about how Biden is going to get us to the moon. Now, the difference is, the only difference is he wants to do it through NASA. So what Biden is doing is using backdoor agencies to shut down SpaceX, and he wants Congress to <clears throat> fully fund NASA to take over the moon uh, launch. So... Basically, that's just a change in policies. The end result is they both want to get to space, but you know, Biden wants to do it through NASA. Trump wanted to do it through SpaceX. Hold on. Here's the other thing, too, by the way. So Biden's program is to, or Biden's thing is to get to the fucking moon, right? Right. Elon Musk was to get to fucking Mars. Well, he, he's the moon, too. I mean, that's what Blue Origin and everyone else is working on. But the thing is, is NASA's so far behind. It'd take them, like, you know, it, realistically... Um, so they're about, he's SpaceX so, was about four or five years away from putting a man on the moon again. Yeah. Okay. If NASA had to start that project without them, uh, you're looking at a decade or more, probably 15 years. God, I hate government. Yeah. But you know, the, the point is, is government's going to be the thing that makes this species go away. It really is. I mean, it's just, it's such a ridiculous thing. And the, the only thing, the only reason for it is just a, you know, Biden's philosophy is. We don't want, and here's the funny part is, we don't want these big corporations to get so powerful that they compete with government. Yeah. You know, only government should be that powerful. You know? That's exactly what it is. And I kind of agree in a way. Well, not that government should be that powerful, but anytime anything becomes that powerful, um, it becomes dangerous to everybody. And that's why there should be no structure to defend that power. You know what I'm saying? No structure of force. Yeah, it's it's just insanity what's going on right now but that's what's happening so now here's the thing if biden really does continue to disrupt spacex's operation you know what's going to happen elon musk is going to say fuck it and do it anyway or move, move <laughs> to just another country move. yeah right i hope he does yeah I, here's the thing i really do hope he does because the, we need spacex will become a mexican you know it'll be spacex comma sa <laughs> l l spacex yeah it'll be l spacex i think it'd be la la I, that sounds la better. spacex la spacex yeah la that spacex sounds, that sounds that good that sounds yeah. good yeah la spacex la spacex but that yeah, and that's all that's going to happen and guess what he will still beat nasa to the moon by a decade <laughs> yeah know? Uh, yeah, because yeah, I, I loved how he moved out of he's moving out of California. Well, yeah, he moved out of California, moved to Texas because you know they were you know California was fucking with him so much, and now if Biden's going to fuck with him. He'll just move out of the U.S. Good, good for him. Good I, for him. He should, you know. And it's sad it, 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 because I have a, a great degree of American pride in the space program, but you know, fuck it. You know, if if the U.S. government's going to fuck with you, move. He, and he, he will. He'll pack up shit and move like nothing. Yeah. 
and he's got plenty of capital to do it with. Mm -hmm. You know, he can sell like five shares of Tesla and make enough to pay for it. <laughs> what a dick! You know, Biden. Know. You know, Biden being a dick for for all different kinds of reasons, and that just he is sucks. just a dick. He and is. that's the thing. It's that's I think what I I just you know Trump was a, just a fucking arrogant narcissist. Trump was an asshole. He was an asshole. But he's well, a dick. No, he, Trump was different than an asshole. He, he's a, yeah, he, yeah. Biden's a dick. That's that's a, a appropriate uh, description of him. He's just a fucking dick. Yeah, and often just to be a dick. Yeah. You know? Like, what the, what, here's the thing. SpaceX isn't hurting you, motherfucker. Right. Like, don't fuck with it. Just leave it alone. He doesn't like it. He, you know, he, 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 he I, and I don't know how the man thinks, but I believe that he probably was like, yeah, Elon Musk getting a little bit too big for his britches. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He's doing something that the government should be doing. Yes. And so I'm going to use the force of government to stop him from doing that. Right. So that they can do it. Yeah. That, and yeah. that's the, I the, feel like that's what that's it is. That's the insane thought process that goes through that statist's mind. That, yep. Yep. And that's a whole different, you know, I mean, yeah, we just went through four years of one type of insanity. Now we're going to go through another four years of another type of insanity. You know, it's this kind of reason, though, that I'd rather have the Trump kind of insanity. Because at least the free market can get some things done where they're not being attacked. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, it's again, it's this is this is where the difference comes into play for me is like, you know what? At least he'd have stayed out of his way. I don't know, man. He. Trump broke everything so bad, it's it's hard to say. No, well, that's you true. Too. Don't and he didn't he break it in the right way. He, You know what I'm saying? Because I want shit to get broken. Yeah. <laughs> it just needs to get broken in the right way so it can be, you know, either fixed correctly or just never fixed at all. Yeah. You know? All right. So speaking of that, though, speaking of breaking correctly, though, so this is another article. This was in NPR about a formal CIA officer. We need to treat domestic extremism extremism as an insurgency. I know. They are totally... Look, you are not paranoid if they're coming after you. And they are fucking coming after you. Yeah. They are coming after anybody that, and at this point, has a difference of opinion and they want to treat it like it's white supremacy or fucking terrorism or some bullshit. When it's not... Look, we are now living in a country that we have a capital that is guarded by the military. Right. Yeah. And they're not going away anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's Soviet Union shit there. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what that is. And here's the thing. Again, Trump wasn't making it any better. No. But what happened was is that now that Biden's there, he's making it a hell of a lot worse. Well, Trump created a scenario where it made an excuse for this to happen. You know what I'm saying? And Trump did it too. I mean, when BLM, I mean, what it was first thing he did, he called out the military. Yeah. And so after That's Trump, true. he did it in other places around the country. After Trump called out the military to protect against rioters during BLM, all of a sudden it became okay for the Democrat. You have to understand what Trump did and Trump, Trump supporters need to understand this. What Trump did is he set a whole lot of precedents, precedents that make it very easy now for the Democrats to do shit that they would have never dared do four years ago. Cause they didn't think they'd get away with it. Exactly. Trump got away with it and he did it like with your support. So now if you're pissed off that there's fences and Trump and, and uh, troops in DC, Remember that Trump initially put him there. Yeah. You know, and you know what government, when government gets a toe in the door, they always go all the way in. That's why, you it's know, it's never just a it, tip. It's it never, never just a tip. Feels. Right. Right. You're always pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy named Robert, actually, Gren usually your ass is sore. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a guy named Robert, Robert Grenier, who served as the CIA station chief for Pakistan and Afghanistan in 2001. He went on to become the CIA's Iraq mission manager and then director of the CIA counterintelligence center from 2004 to 2006. And this is what he said. We may be witnessing the dawn of a sustained wave of violent insurgency within our own country perpetrated by our own countrymen, Guerrero wrote in the New York Times last week, and without national action, he argues, extremists who seek uh, a social apocalypse are capable of producing epidemic political or endemic political violence of the sort not seen in this country since Reconstruction. Right. You're going to say that after a fucking two-hour-long riot in D.C.? Right. Like, or a five-hour-long riot in D.C. At any rate, it's ours. 
it, it, nothing else happened after that. Like nothing happened after that. They were like, well, there's going to well, be is he only talking protests. about that or is he just talking about the, the protests of 2020 in general? Because there was a whole lot of different protests for a whole lot of different reasons. Uh, no, I, here's the thing. This was not talked about at all ever by NPR until like the riots were a good thing until this one. Well, no, what riots? <laughs> the mostly peaceful protests. The, pro- the peaceful protests. Oh, yeah. okay. I, now I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> Though you were confused a second ago. I was, yeah, because, you know, there hadn't been any riots prior to the Capitol. <laughs> Nobody died. There was nothing. Right. Nobody got shot. No. Nothing. Nothing no, happened. No, nothing got broken. No, nothing, nothing got at stolen. All. Nothing got no, burned. What are you talking about? Right. It's just, a th- that's a figment of your imagination. I, that's I fake so. news, Mr. Wiley. <laughs> right. So, but none of this was talked about as a bad thing. It was, it was a good thing. Hold on. There was a person well, they were right. on NPR that gave an article in defense of looting before this. Right. And now it's an insurgency that we need CIA, ter- that, that the CIA officers are saying we need to go and fucking and, and turn the rules that we did on non-American citizens, which was pretty much unconstitutional then. Now we're going to do it on American citizens. Like somehow that changes it. And you know, and of course we're vehemently opposed to this and we think this is just totally Fuck disgusting yeah. and, and un-American. And you know who's with us? Democratic presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard. Yes. God, I love that woman. God, I do love that she woman. She just gets it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. She really... Under, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she gets it. I oh, do. Yeah. I love Tulsi Gabbard, by the Barry way. Barry White voice when we talk about Tulsi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish you had some Barry White background music yeah, right no, now I'm when we're talking about that, it. Yeah. Next uh, time. Next time. <laughs> next time. Yeah, next they, time, have she, the Barry White Tulsi ready. needs a theme song. <laughs> yes, Tulsi needs a theme. <laughs> but no, she is just an awesome woman uh, because she truly understands liberty. You know, even though she's a Democrat, even though that, you know, she uh, uh, wants to spend a lot of money. Apparently, that doesn't matter anymore anyway, according to Republicans, so it's no big deal. But yeah, it's it's no doubt why they wouldn't, uh, you know, even let her speak at the, the Democrat National Convention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's because of things like this. I mean, she is just, you know, she, she gets liberty, and you're not allowed to get liberty and be a mainstream candidate in either of the parties. Here's the thing. If you had two political parties, and one of them was filled with a bunch of people that were like Thomas Massey, and right. Justin Amash, right. and you had one that was filled with a bunch of people like Tulsi Gabbard, and they probably that sounds like one party to me. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is, that, look, they have some difference of opinion when it comes to the proper role of government in some areas. In some areas, I mean, healthcare Hang being on one, second. you know, like there's some stuff that Tulsi Gabbard is a dim on. Yeah, but they also, I would say that civil liberties would be protected. The difference between those two is what politicians that used to be the gap between politicians yeah there was a whole bunch of things that was just constitutionally out of bounds you know and tulsi gabbard gets the constitutionally out of bounds thing and so does thomas massey you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so they would argue on how much to spend on programs yeah that's really the bottom line Mm -hmm. and that's what government used to be like but i think it would be an i think it would be actually but i think it would be an honest conversation right that you wouldn't mind losing in a con like like if it was going to be like one side's going to win. I think there'd be enough give and take, right? That you would have at least what the will of the people wanted. Honestly, if if literally if Tulsi Gabbard and Thomas Massey were the political extremes in America, I would still vote. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I, I mean, seriously, that would be okay with me. The problem is because they at least they get marginalized. Yeah, right. Like those are the two that people like. The Democrats hate Tulsi Gabbard. Right. Well, and most Republicans hate you know Massey and Rand. Mm-hmm. You know the the ones that are voting for Liz Cheney certainly do. Absolutely, they you are. know. So hold on. So I want to read this part. Um, this is from Tulsi Gabbard. It's so dangerous as you guys have been talking about. This is an issue that all Democrats, Republicans, Independents, Libertarians should be extremely concerned about, especially because we don't have to guess about where this goes or how this ends. Gabbard said. She continued, "When you have when you have people like former CIA Director John Brennan openly talking about how he's spoken with or heard from appointees and nominees in the Biden administration who are already starting to look across the country for these types of movements similar to the insurgencies we've seen they've seen overseas, that in his words he makes up for." makes up this unholy alliance of religious extremists, racists, bigots, and lists a few others. And at the end, even libertarians, I got to tell you, the one thing I really find to be very attractive, by the way, is that she said libertarians twice in a quote. Um, yeah. So I just kind of like that. Like yeah. She was really acknowledging. Just the fact that she acknowledges libertarians. Yes. Like, and says they're right about this thing. I love her. I know. Like, I really do. <laughs> I know. Like, I'd give you Medicare for all if you could. 
I'll give you that. I'll give you that if you can just give me the rest. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll deal with you, baby. I'll deal with you. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll take it. God, I we'll love take her. It. God, I love her so much, man. Yeah. She's so great. Like, And that's the thing, too. Like, What irks me about that is, and what pisses me off about the Dims is, when you have somebody like her that I like, that you guys ostracize. Right. But she's part of your party. Right. Like, when you talk about this unity thing and about finding the common ground thing, <laughs> yeah. like I, what I fail to understand is when I can find the person on your side that I'm like, you know what, man, Tulsi Gabbard. Right. And you're like, fuck that bitch. Like, yeah. like are you, well, fu- you don't want unity. Look, you nobody, want fucking mindless drones and you want to bomb everybody else. That's what, you know, anytime any political side says it's time for us to heal and come together and unite. That means you fo- you motherfuckers better get on board with us. That's all that that yeah. means. It doesn't mean let's find common ground. It it hasn't for a very long time. But uh, anyway, man, that's a that's our first hour right there. Uh, but really? Yeah, we we didn't get, we got so much more uh, coming up. But uh, if you want to listen to to the rest of it, such as uh, you know things like uh, a stem cell AI, the, a brain the, on a the ship. Russian fifty cal suit. Yeah, uh, Navy UFO patents. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, the, the fifth, fifth dimension, dimension material. UFO patents. All kinds of stuff. Patreon.com slash unattended baggage. We'll see you on the other side.